Welcome to the For Your Thoughts podcast, where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. Hey guys, oh my god, it's been a long time. I know, I know, I know, it's been a while. And y'all look kind of wrong because normally by now, somebody would have definitely hit me up to see if everything was okay or to remind me to get on my shit. And I don't think I've gotten any messages from any of you guys. What's up with that? We're supposed to be accountability partners. Like, what's up with that? But anyways, I'm gonna let y'all slide this time because I'm definitely giving myself grace too for this. Um, But nah, I hope that like everyone is doing well, especially with like the opening of all the cities and things like that. Um, Obviously I've been over here thought and bopping and not doing what I'm supposed to be doing, but that's okay sometimes because honestly, like I've been just living a lot of life and having a lot of fun and experiences that ultimately are inspiring and like kind of developing me creatively and just personally and things like that. But really there's no excuse for me not to do the pod because I have to do the podcast every week if I want it to be what it is going to be. So my mind just told myself that it was okay, but it's truly not okay. So y'all should have been getting on my ass, but it's all right. We're here now. It will never happen again. It better not happen again. I hope it doesn't happen again. But yeah, guys, I hope y'all are doing amazing. Today's episode will be a little bit different. It's kind of one of those where I'm sharing content from other spaces. So me and our girl, Lala Ware, one of y'all's favorite um, friends of the podcast, she's a part, she does PR and she works for Flower Communications Group, which is an amazing multicultural PR company. And for Mental Health Awareness Month, which was actually in January, February, May, January, February, March, April, May, May, um, this past month, they asked me to be on their company's podcast to talk about all things mental health and especially mental health in the workplace and how companies can do better at making sure that their employees are right and tight when it comes to their mental. And also, since they are a PR group, they're the ones who are kind of like putting out all the fires when it comes to people getting canceled or companies doing the wrong thing, Um, kind of how the media and PR can do a better job at making sure that all of our mental health is okay, from a consumer aspect to talent to the actual company. How can we all be on the same wavelength and just have our mental health all the way in order? The things that y'all already know about because y'all listen to me all the time. But yeah, so I was on their podcast flowing with Queenie and Danny and Lauren interviewed me which was super duper funny because y'all know like that's one of my best friends and she's hilarious so we had a good time on there so that would be what our interview will be later um do I have any updates so yeah I've been traveling a lot and I'm doing a special travel episode it's I have a whole concept behind it for next week so y'all will be hearing about all my travels next week um, I went home um, to Chicago and I went to Tulsa. I've never been to Chicago or, or Tulsa, so that was a great experience. And I got to see my girls um, that I haven't seen in so long. So that was amazing. And what else has been going on, y'all? Yeah, surprise my mom for her birthday, which was so fun. We really just chilled because my mom, honestly, she is very, very chill. She does not do the most. Actually, she's just now starting to go on her little vacations and her trips with her girlfriends. We took her shopping, me and my brother, and we like got her some cute like little sneakers and just like little cute things because she's really is been like 
trying to be out and about too. She's trying to be like me. I'm just like, girl, no. But anyways, now nah, she's been having a good time. So just randomly popped up on her for, for her birthday and just chilled at home. And then I got to go to 13, which is James Harden's restaurant, which was so cute. And I really just love, like Houston is an amazing place. I've been to a lot of places, still have so many other places to go, but I always be like, damn, Houston is top tier. Top tier in all the ways. Um, I just love just being, just smoking. This is so like ghetto, but just like smoking hookah, eating and listening to like ratchet music with my friends and being able to talk and the waiters being like just super duper like friendly and country and just like down to earth. I love that shit. I just love it. I love, and I love all the big booties walking around everywhere. I love the fact that everyone really like dresses up. They wear their heels, like they be doing the goddamn thing. And I literally stand for Houston forever. So that was cute to go back. I definitely am going to go back more. I think I'm going to go back like early August. Um, I'm thinking about doing like, I'm not sure where I want my birthday to be, but I know I want to be on a boat. Okay. I want to be on a boat. I'm not sure if I want to like travel or if I want to stay closer to home so that a lot of people from like home can be there like a boat in Austin or some shit like that I don't know but anyways I'm rambling at this point but yeah y'all y'all will hear about my traveling adventures on this next little travel concept of an episode that I have which will be kind of a different vibe from most of the episodes um but yeah of course we have lots more guests coming on and the same thing going through happening or whatever so you guys stay tuned, continue to like, subscribe, share, do all the things that you guys do. Um, oh, I will finally be able to get up the videos from the past two episodes. We've been having all the little difficulties, but we're going to get those up. And lastly, before I move on to change, I am looking for somebody to help me with the podcast. Now that I have this new role with the UN and then also I'm really prepping and figuring out what's next with grad school and truly like studying and stuff like that. I definitely want some help just to move it along further because I definitely want to still live my life. Like I want to still have ease and joy and fun. And also if I could pay somebody and give somebody a little bit of extra money in their pocket, why not? And then also I feel like teamwork makes the dream work. More minds, more, you know, just like more help and just more everything, more structure, more organization. Um, I just want somebody to help me. And I never thought that that would happen so soon, but I need it, especially with the sponsored things happening and just, I just want to take things to another level. So yeah, guys, y'all know anybody, please let me know. And yeah, we're gonna move on to our next segment, which will be change. So change of the week this week goes to Flowers Communications Group, which is Lauren's company. And they get change of the week for two reasons. One, they are doing the goddamn thing when it comes to marketing and PR um, from a multicultural perspective. Like they are the people going into these white companies and being like, hey guys, y'all should do this and not this. Or hey guys, this is racist. That is what they're doing. They do in layman's terms, but I'm going to read off what they do in professional terms so um they are an award-winning integrated marketing communications firm with more than two decades of experience creating connections between some of the world's most iconic brands and multicultural consumers while others do multicultural 
They live and breathe it. As multifaceted hybrids, their work strategically connects the lines between traditional PR, integrated marketing, social and digital, influencer engagement, diversity, equity and inclusion, and creative content. So multicultural is in their DNA, and they are passionate about bringing authentic, bold, infused ideas with thought leadership to their clients. So yeah, you guys know Lauren is my roommate, and literally, uh, it's so dope to see a company full of people of color. Everyone is of color, and just the way that they move, the way that they get their work done, the way that, that they communicate... Honestly, there's a huge difference. You can feel it. You can see it. They care about each other. They care about each other's growth. Um, there's not that much people sliding each other and doing, you know, snaky things. It's like really like, of course, that happens everywhere. But they really are like a family and they really are about that life when it comes to DEI um, and PR and they care. And you know how I feel about people who actually care, not like fake care. So that is the number one reason. The second reason is their dedication to mental health. So even before they asked me to be on the podcast, um, Lauren will talk about how they are really cool with like mental health days, how during the summer they have summer Fridays and how they have a bunch of initiatives just to make sure that their employees mental health is on track, which is very, very much so important, especially in the media, actually in any industry, any industry, to be honest with you. It's super important when you're working hard and when you're putting your energy into something, it's important to for your company to care about how you are mentally because that has a huge deal to how you even perform when it comes to your productivity and your creativity and your output. It means a lot. It really is. So yeah, shout out to them for caring and um, for making an effort to really be with that life when it comes to mental health and for having me on their podcast super duper exciting you guys will hear that later um but they get change of the week let me like read off some companies that they've worked with um right off the bat poetry foundation is one that i know of right off the bat and um let's see what else guys so at&t jack daniels coors light mcdonald's honda miller light Um, Kmart, Nielsen is one of their major clients. If you, if you are in media or just in data or tech period, you know exactly um, who Nielsen is. And yeah, so many more companies. There's, I couldn't even name them all. They have so many accounts. That's just what I know off bat and what I see on their website. But shout out to them for having an imprint on PR, marketing, and media and shaking in some shit up when it comes to these companies. That's amazing. So yeah, next we're gonna move on to my two cents. Then we're gonna get into our interview. And then lastly, peace of mind. Y'all don't forget at the end now of the podcast, I do what's been bringing me peace of mind this week. All right, let's get into it. Actually, I lied y'all before my two, my two cents, we're going to go into pen pal letters. So as you guys know, we have pen pal letters. You guys, email me your questions. I've been saying this a lot lately. I don't know shit. Okay, <laughs> like, nah, but for like, I know what I know. And I, in this moment, for me and my perception from my lens, my pers- 
perspective and my experience. Um, I don't know everything. A lot of my stuff is research-based, I will say that. But I don't want you guys to think that I just think that I know everything because I think that's very annoying. I've came to that conclusion recently. I'll talk about that on another episode. But yeah, I know what I know. And I love giving advice and talking to people about their life experiences and sharing things. So that's what the pen pal of letters are about. You guys just let me know what y'all are going through. If I can assist or help or if even your story helps somebody else, that's what it's all about. So make sure you guys email me, penny period anassi at gmail.com, spelled P-E-N-N-I-E period A-N-A-S-S-I at gmail.com, hashtag penpaletters, holla at your guala, let me know what's up, like what y'all going through, What what's tea, what's tea sis, what's tea my nigga, I'm just kidding, nah, I'm dead ass, but yeah guys, um, if my, I'd be like, if people knew I, well, I think people know that I talk like this, but they'd be like, is she okay? I don't know. Anyways, um, let's get into these pen pal letters right now. Let's see what's what's happening. So, dear Penny, I am 23 years old and single. I've always been a relationship type of girl, and me and my high school sweetheart have just parted ways. I'm sorry, boo. Okay. Life feels so different now, and I am unsure of how... and I am unsure of where I am going. We planned our entire future together and it feels like so much has been taken away from me. Damn, okay. We were a part of each other's lives for so long. I wake up in the morning and feel a sense of doom and wait, feel a sense of doom and just kind of fear and anxiety because of all these new uncertainties. My life feels kind of like a blank slate. Any advice on how to cope with this? I know it all gets better in time and all that other cliche stuff, but right now it's really, really hard. What can I do right now? So first of all, I want to say, like, I feel you. I'm sorry that you're going through that. I've been through breakups. I know exactly the feeling that you're talking about when you wake up in the morning, like what the freak is going on? What is life right now? Um, But one thing that I will say is like, go through those feelings go through those feelings and but and don't try to like mask it of course you might want to rebound it up a little bit just a tad bit but don't rebound it up for like validation like just do it to like meet new people in a sense but honestly i would really say the cliche it's annoying as fuck but focus on yourself and beyond that really like feel all those feelings if you allow yourself to feel those feelings you'd be very surprised how easy like and how fast you kind of like not get over it but you heal from it the thing about healing is like we try to do all this shit to make sure that we don't feel that heartache and pain and end up delaying the process so whether that's like excessive shopping or going out a lot or dating more dudes or going right into another, you know, situationship or relationship right after. Like all of those just like masks to like kind of put a little band-aid, not even band-aid because band-aids kind of heal a little bit. Putting just a little cover up over like those feelings and making and massaging them for the moment. But they're still there. They're still sitting right there, especially if you've been with someone since high school or just even really anyone. Time doesn't matter at all but when you have that deep connection with somebody 
that is like love or almost love. It just really is like a yank, you know? So I feel you. Number one, I would say feel your feelings. Number two, I would say like literally go learn something new. Like go, like I'm doing pole dancing, not because of a breakup, but because I've always wanted to do pole and I started doing it um, a couple years ago and just kind of stopped. So now that I'm a bit more into my like little fitness situation, like I want to do like random stuff like that. Travel and like put all of that into like your existing friendships and relationships. Like get to know those people more. They're right there. Get all up into that. Your parents, your cousins, your family. Um, do all the things that you have had in your mind to do and just never did because your space was occupied with someone else and you guys were, you know, cuddling and being cute and stuff. Um, there's so much space now. Like you said, you have a blank slate. Like you can literally create and be whoever you want to be and like form into that. Um, I think it's J. Cole. Yeah, J. Cole, one of my favorite. Uh, I think it's an apparently or hello. I'm not sure. But he says, this is my canvas. I'm going to paint it how I want to paint it. This is my canvas. I'm going to paint it, paint it, paint it how I want. So get the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, that is my shit. And I always be like, yes, this life is a canvas. And it every like renewal or like when something bad happens or like you lose something or someone, it's like a rebirth and renewal, like a whole new page. So it's like, look at this as a new page. It's fun. I promise it's exciting. And I promise we all be like, I'll never find somebody again. Girl, guess what? You're going to find somebody again. And then guess what? They're about to be better than whoever that was. No shade to him. I'm sure he's a great guy. But the gag is when you find that new person, it's going to be a better person. Sometimes if you move that way. Sometimes you might end up with somebody just because you're trying to fill that space and that void. Don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah, like take what you've learned. Take how you want to. The things that you could have done better, for, you know, as well in the relationship and apply that to these new people that you're talking to date get on like lauren if you listen to the pod all the time you know lauren t- loves hinge and, and talks about hinge get on hinge but just like to meet people not to fill the void i'm really big on that don't do that um and i do have an article actually one of my first pieces because I, I started really getting into all of this after my first breakup like my first breakup led me to here and led me to writing, which led me to here, writing for Karen Civil, and which led me to Vashi, which led me to New York, all the things. So one of my first actual pieces for Live Civil was how breakups lead to new beginnings. If I can find that, I'm definitely gonna link that in the description box for you. Um, and what else? Let me see what else that you said. I think that's like what I have for now. It's going to be really, really hard, especially if you planned your future, but now you have a new future. And then I I will say like whatever, whoever you believe in or whatever your faith and spirituality is, lean heavily on that, lean heavily on that. Um, And I promise you, this is gonna be a good thing. And whatever, they always very cliche, but what's gonna happen is going to happen regardless. Um, And someone always told me this, like God is not going to take like God is not gonna let you miss your husband or let you, or vice, you know, and vice versa. Like he's not gonna miss you. Nope, that's not that's not what's gonna happen. That's not what's in the cards. So what's in the cards is what's what's happening right now. So yeah, just take your time. 
Um, it's okay to feel shitty. It's okay to fuck up. It's okay to go out one night and get too hammered and wake up like, what the hell did I do? Like, it's okay. Give yourself grace. If this is not how you thought things will go. So it's new. It's a new territory. So give yourself grace. And you'll be okay. I promise. I promise. But yeah, okay. We're going to move on to my two cents. And then we're going to get into me and Lala's interview and then peace of mind. I hope that helped. And everyone else, email me all of your business. All right. My two cents. So quickly for my two cents, I want to talk about this new theory. It's called cognitive kindness, and it's been studied by Karen Yu. She, Dr. Karen Yu, she's a psychologist. And um, I'll just start by saying, like, what is cognitive kindness? So cognitive kindness is a generosity of spirit toward others' minds and one's own mind. So it's basically empowering the thinking of others. So the theory of cognitive kindness kind of says that we very much so overestimate the extent to when our thoughts, attitudes, and feelings are evident to others. To put this into layman's terms, let's even say at work, we assume that this person might know that our plate is full, or we assume that they know our schedule and we get mad at them for bringing about all this work, but they don't know what you have going on in a sense. Um, Or when it comes to dating, we assume that this guy knows we feel this much about him. But if we over here trying to act like a little, you know, brand new and trying to keep it cute, like they don't really know how you really feel. So cognitive kindness is kind of creating that space and being fearless enough to just kind of let people know what's up without being overbearing. So actually, so it's called the illusion of transparency. So we all have hella more thoughts, feelings, and attitudes than what we present to people. There's so much more within us. And we think that people just know all the things and we get offended, we get defensive, we give up because we assume so much i hope this makes sense i always say this y'all i swear to god but um so basically even if we think our intentions are obvious they may not be i'll repeat that one more time even if we think our intentions are obvious they may not be so we should broadcast our intentions to bypass any confusion y'all following me so it's kind of like in a sense like To bypass any of this extra confusion that always happens with life and communication, why not just say what the hell is is up or what's going on? This can be in very a simple way, like when it comes to just working with people or when it comes to just even intimate relationships. Karen Yu says you can exaggerate your interest. So exaggerate how you may be feeling about something um, so they can really understand and know that this is not like a bypass of a thing. Scream loud if you have to, not scream literally, but make it more known. So she says, try this in everything, even if you have to force the message. Prioritize the other person's mind as well. So think about like, where are, where are they at? Where's their mind at? And how can they receive this message that I am trying to, you know, get them to feel or know just to bypass confusion. So it's like we already go through life having to think about all kind of things. So it's like, what if we made thinking easier for each other? 
that's what this all this is so making things clearer and this was a so she explained it in a way that made it make even more sense um and she explained it when it came to like covid vaccines and covid testing and things like that and systems like that she basically said wherever she was at to get a covid test you had to fill out all these forms you had to have a picture of your id a picture of this scan this do that da, 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 all these things and when you even got to the doctor there was nobody got to the office you there was nobody there to help you figure out what you're doing and some people just walked out and gave up or some people you know when you're filling out a form and you're just like damn this shit this is too much i'm just fuck it i'm not gonna do it no more and you just kind of bypass it because it's taking too much of your cognitive energy it's kind of like that in all spaces so making things easier for others when you can um and it's like if so let's say that there was a quick little app for covid testing that helped us all sign up real quick and then when we got to the place there was somebody out there being very helpful and letting us know what to do how to do it and that would make the COVID test and the whole process 10 times easier. Not to say that that's how, that's not how other places are, but it's just an example. Or even just like with voting. So we don't like, when it comes to like the ballot outside of just like the presidential candidate or like the mayor, all of the other things that we vote for. There was an app or something, which I hope, I'm, I hope that there is y'all, that told us like which candidate does what and what, and like, you know, what are their policies and made it into simple layman's terms which I think will like help people want to vote more and make it easier because they don't have to think so much. Sadly, people are very lazy and don't want to think that much. This is kind of where that comes from. And you can apply this to just even period. Like if you are supposed to like link up with somebody and you don't have the plans for them and it's okay, so what are we going to do? Half the time you're not going to link up because it's just like we got to think too much about what to do. If it, or, or you can do this. You can be like, hey, let's link up. Seven o'clock, I reserved a spot at this. See you there they'll 10 times out of 10 be more likely to both parties to pull up because the plans are set, not that much thinking, and that's it. I know for me, I have mad AD, like I tell you all the time, I just be like, if I, I will miss a text message, I will miss an invite, I will miss all kinds of things. And if things were made easier for me, I would do probably do them more. And whenever things are made easier for me, I'm way more prone to doing them. So yeah, y'all, that's it on cognitive kindness. Um just try it try to be more cognitively kind and see how it works for you let's see just see like what changes are made and how um how your communication with your people feel um just by taking that extra step and let me know what happens because i've been gonna i've been trying it and gonna try it some more a really good book about this is called safe conversations and it's also like people are always talking about holding space hold space for people so yeah hold space for people by making it easier for them to understand you by being more clear and communicative very simple cognitive kindness that's what i have for you guys today for my two cents we're going to move on to our interview and then peace of mind okay yeah wait so I just want to say the lady's name again, Karen Yu, Dr. Karen Yu. All right, let's move on to the interview. I hope you guys enjoy. 
Hi everyone, happy Mental Health Awareness Month. I hope everyone is taking really good care of themselves. My name is Lauren Ware and I'm an account executive at Flowers Communications Group. So here at FCG, we prioritize mental health in the workplace, especially throughout this challenging year. So as we wrap up Mental Health Awareness Month, I wanted to sit down with my dear friend, Penny Anassi, a mental health advocate and host of For Your Thoughts podcast. It's where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. So today we're gonna to talk about all things mental health and media. I'm so excited to be here. Yes. Are you excited? I'm excited. Yeah, okay, let's let's get into it. This yeah. is like a really good topic. I'm glad people are talking about it like so much more. So thanks yeah. for having me. You're welcome. Mm -hmm. So hot. glad to be able to pick your brain. So I have a few questions I'm gonna ask you. Okay. Let's get into it. So tell us about your podcast, For Your Thoughts, and what made it, what motivated you to create this platform? So the podcast is called For Your Thoughts, like you said, it's where psychology, pop culture, and self meet. And I just felt like throughout all the years, when we, when we look at like Whitney Houston, Michael Jackson, and all of these celebrities who were kind of like criticized by the media and committed suicide, drug overdose, things like that. And it's just kind of, in a sense, we need more mental health highlighted in the media. Um, and I started it kind of as a merging pop culture and mental health, a cool and relatable way to talk about it. I'm a super duper mental health advocate. I come from a family who has a line of depression and things like that. So I just wanted to make it more relatable and have like an open space for people who love media, who love music, yeah. who love hip hop um, to talk about it. And then also a safe space for public figures who are getting canceled and all of those things. Cause we're all human. We all have our stuff. So yeah. kind of like that. Yeah. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. So like, how do you think the media today is impacting mental health? So kind of like I just said before, the media is everything. It's what we see every single day. So right now in this time, I think that we're getting fed so much negativity when it comes to the COVID crisis, when it comes to all of the racial injustices and things like that, we're getting fed horrible things. And um, we need to have either a space to be able to heal or lighter spaces because every day we're, we're on our phones, like. How, how much? Like 20, like a lot, literally like eight hours a day, right? 24 hours and a day. And there's no way that our brain can kind of keep up with all that's going on, going on along with our own personal traumas and our own personal things. So the media is affecting it in a, in a huge way. Yeah. Probably the top thing that's affecting our mental health right now, honestly. Absolutely. Um. So like, what have you noticed about public figures and their mental health in the media? So I've noticed that they kind of are put on this pedestal and they have like a super lens zoom on them. And although that they do normal human things, like mm -hmm. although you shouldn't cheat on your, you know, wife or husband, yeah. they do normal human things and it's looked at as like the downfall of their right. existence. And it's really unfair. But they're like perfect. Exactly. They shouldn't do anything. And no, right. And no one's perfect. No one's going to say all the right things at the right time or say it the right way. Um, we all come from different lenses and perspectives. So it's kind of crazy to think that, you know, someone could get canceled for saying something the wrong way and it could kind of tear somebody apart. Like think yeah. about it. If you were just like a celebrity, you said one wrong thing and everyone just hates you and they're just like throwing slurs at you and threatening your entire life. It could be very scary. So I think that um, that's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so with, that brings us to my next question. So like, how do you think the media and the public can do better job of lessening the scrutiny that public figures go through in the media? Um, I think that it really helps when the public figures are more transparent as well with what they're going through. And then also it gives a chance because we look up to these celebrities or these public figures, especially the young kids. 
So when they're kind of transparent about their struggles and what they're going through, it becomes more normalized. I think that's one thing. I think the second thing is like the press should not be putting out fake stories or or stories that are like slandering someone's character and things like that. And also, I would put it also like Instagram, um, YouTube, as far as like the guidelines and the actual people who are in charge of, you know, dismantling an account should have some type of system to block the trolls and yeah. things like that. So there's lots of things that we can do. Um, I would start by if you are a consumer, just don't be a troll. <laughs> like that's where right. I would start first, practically. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, what is your thought? Well, I already know your thoughts, but like, mm. let's talk more about cancel culture, mm. the media. Like, what are your thoughts around that? Um, I believe that cancel culture. Like, who started cancel culture? And I know, and I feel like it's not even real because you think that someone's canceled and then they just come right back. I just think it's a way for people to kind of not talk about their own stuff. It's so much easier to talk about somebody else's life and somebody else's bad things and ignore mm-hmm. your whole entire bad life. And half the time, those people who are canceling, they're sleeping on their mama's like sofa or sleeping yeah. on like you know a mattress. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I think that cancel culture is not real. I think that we should have more grace for everyone, not just celebrities for everyone. And it, but it can start there. Like if you're gonna cancel Nicki Minaj or you're gonna cancel like your sister, you know what I'm saying? Just like have more grace for everyone and understand that we're all human and. Celebrities are humans too. That's yeah. really that's really it. Like they really are actual humans. Um, and if we care about them so much, we love their music. Why would we want them to like go through that just because they're talented? You know, right? right. Absolutely. Um. So, do you think there's a stigma of mental health and therapy in the Black and Latinx community? Definitely, because I feel like we're so strong, which we are strong. Literally, pressure makes diamonds. Yeah. But um, in a sense, it's like in the beginning, it was like if you go to therapy, you're crazy. Um, and, or something's wrong with you. Yeah, yeah. And um, the thing is, like, therapy is an ongoing process. It's all about healing your life. And we all have gone through certain things that have not made us a horrible person or made us crazy, but we could always be better. So for me, when I look at therapy, it's more so how can I be a better person? How can I, like, live my best and fullest life? And a lot of the times, those traumas that we don't heal block us from, like, our true, like, ultimate destiny. So I feel like that's kind of how we should take it like we're not crazy you know and it's okay like we should talk to someone who is not biased or who doesn't know like what's really going on you can talk to your friends all day but like your friends are gonna have their opinions your friends only know kind of one side of a story and it's yeah. it's all about yeah where as a therapist it's just licensed and they and they're actually educated and it's like yeah. a lot of these things are like they're science it's science it's strategy it's there's theories behind all that we do um so it just puts puts everything into like practicality in a sense so yeah yeah and another so, thing sorry another thing yeah. i want to say is as like people who have gone through so much we are the ones who need therapy the most. We walk around every day anxious because mm-hmm. we could get killed by the police. We we could like we can be sleeping right here and have like a Brianna yeah. Taylor type of moment. We can't even be our we couldn't even be ourselves for yeah. so long. So we are we're walking with anxiety naturally. Mm-hmm. So we should definitely acknowledge that more and go to therapy if you need to. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you think the media and the press could do a better job supporting normalizing talk about mental health? in therapy i think things like this like having conversations like this and honestly just making it less daunting like cool and casual um because it's so heavy already 
And then so it just like, just to make it a normal thing because it is a normal thing. Like that's mm. really yeah. it. And I just think more celebs talking about it, more musicians talking about their personal journeys and just overall transparency mm -hmm. would be good. Yeah. So have you seen like, have you seen the state of mental health in the media shift in this time of social injustice? In a sense, for sure. Like I think that everyone Maybe not in people the media. People are more open to talking about yeah. Their, their people are definitely stuff. more open to talking about it because we kind of don't have a choice. And I feel like during like this pandemic, everyone's had to sit with themselves and really like look themselves in the mirror in a good way. It was hard, but it was it was good because now you get to see okay, I can, I need to fix this or I need to do better at this. How can I be a better person to myself, to my mm -hmm. friends, to my family? Um, and yeah. So I have one more. Question for you. So what are some practical tips that, you know, you do um, to kind of help you with your self-healing or um, when you're not talking to a therapist? So when I'm not going to a therapist, I meditate every single morning. I use the Calm app for literally like 10, 15 minutes just to clear my mind. Um, I'm really big now on like routines, whether it's a morning routine or a night routine. I do the same thing. It just gives us some sense of like normalcy, especially during this crazy time. Mm -hmm. um, and whoever you believe in, if it's, you know, God, Buddha, whoever you believe in, I definitely go to that as well. And I journal. Journaling is really, mm -hmm. journaling is like writing your own like therapy book in a sense. Um, so, and just getting those feelings out. So those are like some practical things that I will do every single day to make sure that I'm on point. Yeah, that's really good. So at FCG, you know, we also practice a few things. So some of the things we do, we had a campaign called FCG Good Vibes. It featured an array of activities mm -hmm. um, from sessions to relax and chat to virtual happy hours to unwind yoga sessions, like yoga sessions by um, the vice president, Christina Steed. So, you know, we are definitely on board mm -hmm. with just making sure that everyone in the workplace yeah and, and, and that, that's, that's a good point working yeah, out that's one thing therapists that yeah. come in and you know that's one thing i forgot working okay. out is the number one honestly it'll change the way that you feel with your thinking in two seconds so yoga and working out is the top one practical thing that you could do and it's like you know you don't feel like ever working out but after you do it you just feel like a different person yes. so if you can't go to therapy even in this like, moment, just go out, go run. <laughs> yeah, and so like even just the way that you, what you're consuming in your body when you eat. Right. We've had nutritionists, mm -hmm. licensed, ther licensed therapists for everyone. So I think that, you know, I love that now we are able to kind of really talk about mental health. Yeah, especially in the workplace. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. And so I am glad to be a part of a company that really cares about that and yeah. that we can even have this conversation yeah, because on the platform. Yeah, because most, most of the time at work, you're supposed to act like you have it all together and just, you know, be on all the time, have all of the answers. But in reality, none of us do. None, right. And it's good that now you can have a mental health day if you need it. Like, exactly. that's so yes. amazing. And that there's yeah. therapists on deck for you to talk to. And I really hope that more companies, especially in the media and music, yeah. get like licensed therapy, especially at record labels. That's one thing that I really push for. And just um, even mod modeling agency, just everywhere. Like mm -hmm. they just need to have that. Because yep. there's so much scrutiny in this industry and it's so much pressure and hard work, so. 
So it kudos to you guys for actually <laughs> caring and really yeah. putting forth effort for real. That's that's amazing. That's like actually very innovative because most don't. <laughs> right. Right. Well, I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation yeah, today. Me too. And that Yay. you took time out to come talk to me. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. So thanks for having me. Thank you for yes. being here. <laughs> Okay. Bye guys. Bye. I hope you guys enjoyed that quick conversation with me and Lauren. I'll be back next Thursday, next week, with new content, new everything, you know what I'm saying? Um, and for peace of mind this week, all I'm gonna say is I am a part of the green team. The green team. I think that's what people say. Like, I, yeah, that's all I'm gonna say. And that has been giving me peace of mind, in a sense. And not like super green teaming, but you know, I don't know. But that's one thing. Number two, I got this amazing CBD and a bunch of teas from this place in Brooklyn called Sacred Botanica. It's black owned. They have like all the healing, everything. I'm going to talk more about this place and try to get the owner on here. I got all kind of teas, some great CBD, um, that I've been using and yeah, shout out to Sacred Botanica. I'll put their Instagram in the bio. And then I'm not sure if I've talked about this app called Focus Lock. Um, so I've been working in like 25 minute blocks. I think I might have talk talked about this before. If not, my bad. If I have, my bad, I mean. But Focus Lock allows like you to lock every single app on your phone except for your music and your podcasts and your text messages. Um, for like however long you wanna lock it for. And you, you, you legit cannot go back and get it. Like you cannot go back to Instagram if you lock it for two hours or whatever the case may be. So I've been using that um, during my like time blocking and stuff while I work. And just when I'm just not trying to be on socials like that. So hella peace of mind when it comes to that because this phone is the most sometimes. So shout out to Focus Lock, shout out to the green team. Um, I never thought I'd see the day, but hey, what it do, baby boo? <laughs> okay, let me get out of here. Love you guys so much. Be sure to like, subscribe, share all the things. Get on the YouTube, subscribe there. Love you all so much. See you guys or y'all will hear me next week. 